Everyone, Dave and Jeff, here we are back for a second podcast of the week. Actually, the weather's not so bad tonight. Perfect. Not, not terrible. It's been it's been crazy hot, so it's good to have a nice night in the garage. A uh, lot of house cleaning to do early on, okay. so we'll do it now. Uh, at the end of Sunday's show, I started to tell a story, and then I kind of shied away from it, and I said, I'll have a better idea for you Wednesday night. I do have a better idea for you Wednesday. Unfortunately, the news is... I couldn't confirm what I had been told. Yeah. And it's pretty impactful and it would impact a lot of good people. So we are just going to kind of hold that story for right now. I don't really need to. Um, Dave, you, I kind of alluded to it uh, with you. And I said, I don't, I don't think we really want to do this. Uh, it's it's kind of, I don't know. I don't want to go too far down the road. I'll just say. <laughs> I'll just say, let's see what happens over the next couple of weeks. All and right. if something happens, uh, it won't be, oh, yeah, that's what I was going to tell you. I will say, yeah, that's what we had, and here's why I didn't say it. Um, Let me ask you this question. Because mm-hmm. obviously, again, it, it affect, this, this story, if, if we're wrong or right, either way, because we don't know who knows what. Right. It affects lives of people we care Big about. Big time. Big time. Yeah. So, so there you go. So I kind of just covered you there. So if things yeah. happen the way as we we think, when you say that, oh, that must have been what they were talking about. Yes, I would I would say that. Now here's the other great thing. Sorry, well, I know right now people are going fuck you guys. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> okay. Uh. Now here's the great thing. I tried to call Dave last night because I had. Really, really interesting news, and Dave shuffled me off to fucking voicemail. So I said, all right. Did I literally did shuffle you off to voicemail? Well, fuck you, because here's the news I have. Okay. I've been told that there's a Padre press conference uh, the Tuesday after the season. Really? I'm not reporting it. I'm not saying here it is, breaking news, anything else. But I'm telling you, I've been told from people within the organization. Now, it seems weird to me that they would know two weeks out that there's a press conference. Not to introduce the new uniforms? Well, David, it's funny you say that. I, I don't know. It seems like that'd be pretty quick. And that seems like the ultimate. Well, the, yeah, they got to do that one, I'm guessing. In November. In November. After the World Series. Close to Black Friday? And you, and you Yeah, you do it before. Obviously, you want to do it before Christmas shopping. Yes, exactly. And But you're going to do it like an event. Yeah. What I was told is that's going to be an event where there's yeah. season ticket holders are there. Yeah, you aren't doing that on the day one of the playoff games is going on. Correct. It wouldn't shock me if Fox Sports San Diego actually carried it. Like, right? Yeah. This town? And I'm not insulting that. I'm as excited, interested, curious to see them as anybody. And I genuinely hope, I know somebody will, somebody in this audience is absolutely going to hate them. Is going to look at him and go, God, I absolutely hate him. And as long as that person isn't me, then everything's fine. <laughs> Dude, that is 100%. That's all right? that matters. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't call you in. I, they should have. You have been talking about this thing forever. They should have. Yeah. But it's, listen, I, I say this respectfully because a lot of people in that organization listen to this podcast because we see who subscribes. You're a little too arrogant. When it comes to thinking you know what's right for this franchise. And you've done a lot of things great. A lot of things that we like. But let's be honest here. 
on a few of those smaller things, you haven't been that great. And I think there are a lot of people concerned that this may go completely off the tracks. And if it does, it's going to blow up all over you. And a lot of things have blown up all over you the last couple of years. So it wouldn't have been a bad idea to take a few people like me in. Yes, they should have taken you in. Because I would have told you that sucks. <laughs> well, you've been talking about this right. for longer than anybody I know. As I, Padre fans, you've been talking about it. And not only that, you've been here for a lot of the changes. Right. Look at all the uniforms that Jeff has been here for. Right. 100%. And, you've talked about what your feelings on the on the 85 ones. Right. When they went to the what 1991 ones, yeah. right? And to where they are now in the sand and all the other uh, bullshit. The sand was the worst one. The worst. Well, this current this current home version is really, really bad. But if you look at it and go, well, we did it really, really bad because we didn't want anybody to get attached to it for two years. <laughs> Still the dumbest idea ever. Well, while we were getting ready to jump full full yeah. time back to Why don't you just play in belly shirts? Uh, if you really want us to hate them, why don't you just, just yeah. fucking completely butcher like it? Like frill shirts yeah. like you get in Cabo? <laughs> what the fuck? Um, but yeah, they won't do that. Yes. They they have an opinion that they know more than anybody else. What so, if hey, they're the same ones as the Friday night ones? I hate those. Do you really? Yeah, I don't like I them. I thought you would like the Friday night no, brown ones. I hate that I hate that font on the jerseys. They call it a bow tie font. I hate that shit. <laughs> looks like uh <laughs> dude, it looks like uh like XFL football in a baseball jersey. Okay, here's here's my only request. And I'm uh -huh. not gonna sit there and say I have any standing at all in this. Don't sit there and do if you do that tail on the behind underneath the Padres. Yeah. Make sure it goes the right direction. That one right. year you guys did it, it looked uh, like it said Rod Race. Rod Race. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's been a guy, and I've retweeted it half a dozen times over the years. There was a guy, there was a great Photoshop, I remember it, with Kashner yep. and Matt Kemp. Whoever came up with those were fantastic. And then there was a guy who had put up a mock of about 10 or 12 different uniforms in the brown and white. Some of them, I would say eight of them were great. The other four were not so great. But if you just worked off of something like that, and listen, if you get it right, I will be the happiest guy to come in here and say, you crushed it. 100%, I'll give you full credit. But there's a big part of me that thinks you're going to fuck this up. <laughs> here's, here's the, you're going to fuck this up. I'm on Padres.com right now. I'm in the official team shop, okay? Yeah, is everything should be 90% off. That's exactly what I was going to say. Now there's no bargains on jack shit. God, and there I, are ten games left in the fucking season. Why isn't all this stuff who, uh, fifty to ninety percent off? Who's the bigger idiot? Anybody who <laughs> bought an Antonio Brown Raiders jersey, or anybody who bought a Fernando Tatis Blue Padre no jersey? No shit, hundred percent. Couldn't agree more. If you notice that new Manny Machado commercial on ESPN, he's wearing a brown jersey. Yeah, don't think they he's can not, run it forever because they can run it forever. Absolutely right. But everyone in this thing is wearing blue. This whole thing's blue, but there's no discounts on any of this shit. Right now they have $125 jerseys and shit. They're all white. Crazy. And blue and what the fuck? I mean, God dang it. Get your head together. You have a losing record again. Start uh, selling this shit off. We need room. Congratulations. By the way, I'm hashtagging bring back the blue. I like blue. Okay. <laughs> I'm the not. first guy. Good. We'll block you. Mute you out. <laughs> you guys already have. I uh, had a great guy tonight who sent me a message. I think he tagged you on it as well. 
who couldn't figure out why everybody was making such a big deal about Bruce Bochy getting to win number 2,000 tonight. Congratulations to Boch. That's amazing. What I wrote back to him was, when the story of Boch's career is written, it's going to be three world championships in five years. 100%. By, by the way, the 2,000 wins puts him 11th all time, and he's eight behind who's ever in 10th. I feel like it's Casey Stingle, but I feel like he already produced – or John McGraw, one of these guys, but he right now the number ten is Leo DeRosa with two thousand eight, right? Two thousand eight, and number nine is Walter Alston at at how many? At two thousand forty. So, assuming Boach comes back in whether it's next year or the following year, he's going to be eighth all time. But what I said was. Three world championships in five years, yes. just outside the top 10 managerial career. Boach, you can say a lot of things about. He's not mediocre. And the guy was very nice. He said, hey, I appreciate you interacting with your audience. This is very cool. But I think outside of those three years, it hasn't been that great. I was going to say, well, what about outside 84 and 98? How the fuck do you describe 50 years of Padre baseball? Yeah. We take one of those championships. Boach has three. And he did it three in five years with different looking teams. How about uh, the fact uh, as even as a player, Bochy was on the 84 team and as a manager in 98. 98. The, the yeah. Padres' two best seasons yeah. out of 51 of them, he was part of those teams. Yeah. So you go, wow, I'm going to take away those three. It's like, well, saying, yeah, well, outside of what happened, how'd you like the rest of the play, yeah. Mrs. Lincoln? I didn't like it. Abe took one right in the noggin. Shit. You didn't like the soundtrack? Oh, my goodness. Um, two other quick things to clear up. Jesus Christ. This is the worst house cleaning of all time. It's good. Go ahead. I am very, very proud to be from Cardiff slash Encinitas. Our school district in the Cardiff Encinitas area are the biggest bunch of dumb shits in the history. Remember, San Diego High School, where I went, for some reason changed the name to San Diego Academy. Yeah, why is that? I don't have any idea. It's not like it's a goddamn one-room schoolhouse. Yeah, it sounds like it's a big private school. Yeah, it's, it should still be San Diego High School, but yep. somebody up there fucked up and <laughs> changed it. This is the same stupid high school, and I hope somebody gets the message to them that about three years ago when we were at iHeart and we were going through studio rebuilds, I called San Diego and emailed San Diego and said, hey, I want to come up to the high school and build, donate. We're going to donate all the equipment to put an on-campus radio station back in. And then I've already got commitments from about 20 different people in this town, from Jagger and Christie to Cookie to everybody else, that'll come up and mentor. And we'll teach you how to run a radio station, how to run a board, how to edit commercials, Fucking San Diego High School slash Academy didn't even return the email. So if you're a parent in Encinitas, you should make a call to your school district and go, hey, just curious, what the fuck are you doing every day? <laughs> just curious. Because you're fuck? not doing shit. Now, the other thing that set me off tonight about Encinitas School District yeah. is there was a continuational high school there that really helped a lot of kids and who I think of tonight, Dave, no joking. It would not have worked for Josh. It would have been great for Jake because there were kids that were kind of struggling in the school system. 
that had the opportunity to go to Sunset. And you could go to Sunset and you were welcomed with open arms, no matter what your hair looked like, no matter what your clothes looked like, no matter what you did in your free time, you were welcomed, you were loved, and you were given the opportunity to walk out with a high school diploma. Whether you went to San Diego or you went to Sunset, nobody made fun of Sunset. We dug it. There's some fuckhead up there in Encinitas that's trying to change the name. The school has been Sunset. Everybody I know who came out of Sunset has been very successful, and they give full credit to that high school. And again, it's another example of this horse shit, overpaid school district that said, fuck you, none of our kids want to learn how to be on the radio. Oh, okay. And now we're going to go and take a school that's been a tradition for 40 fucking years, and some asshole wants to change the name. What does he want to change it to? Probably, uh, who fucking, Sunrise, Apple Tree, who knows, some fucking bullshit. I wish he was here. Scold him. Because Dave and I already told you we can't hit anybody anymore. <laughs> so mad. Can't even throw that nerf football in somebody's face I anymore. Like the gym right down your throat. That's assault. Shit. <laughs> Can lawyer in blue jeans? And I don't want to get off track. <laughs> I think you're already off track. But how did you find out the change of the name? What set you off here? Because friends that work there yeah. are really, really upset. Okay. And I get it. You've been there 25 years. You've made an incredible positive impact on so many kids that came in there a little shook up yeah. and walked out of there a high school graduate. And they're like, we don't need. The, we got bigger fish to fry than changing the name. What they have done is started an online petition. They are trying to get to a thousand signatures. As of tonight, they are at two fifty, but they are afraid that it may kind of flatten out. And I said, you know what? I'm going to put this fucking thing out. We're going to have the Dave and Jeff audience sign the shit out of that thing. Whether you sign it in Jake's name, whether you sign it in your own name, or sign it for every kid you know that needed somebody to say, hey, I got your back. Because everybody I knew that worked at that high school, uh, my buddy Roy Reisner, who was the principal there forever, and just an amazing guy, huge impact on me, they welcomed every fucking kid, whether you were a stoner, whether you were goth, it didn't matter. You were welcome there, and you were loved there, and you walked out a graduate. You don't need to change the name, you fucking dick. I don't even know if it's a guy. But if it's a woman, your brother's a fucking dick. I don't know who's doing it. All we need to do is sign that petition and and just keep it sunset. We want to get to 1,000 signatures, and I'm going to put it out tomorrow. Circulate the shit out of it and just do it uh, for kids that want to go there and be a part, the school's not going away. They're just changing the name. But, you know, it's but you don't even know the name. You're so angry. What if it's Jeff Dodseth the High School? <laughs> There's a better chance of you being named manager of the Padres than that happening. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to circulate that. Okay. Now this is the final bit of house yeah. cleaning. By the way, you never told me what the press conference was for for the Padres on that Tuesday. I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know. You don't think it's Andy Green? I thought that's where going. I think Andy out. You think it's that Tuesday? I think he's out. You don't think they just do it that night, like Sunday night, hey, you're done? Well, it could be, but maybe it's going to take a couple of days to get Pat Murphy back in town. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, so. Punching Pat. Uh, 
I got one final bit yeah. of house cleaning, and this is good news. And uh, and then we can do whatever you want to do. <laughs> Yesterday, I'm at work. Yeah. And one of my favorite people, and I know Dave Palais feels the exact same way. One of our favorite fucking people who was insanely good on this podcast is Laura Kane. Yeah. And Laura, you all remember from Jeff and Jer. Came in here, told her story. An amazing story. Wow. And Laura and her friend Eric have started a podcast. Now, Dave, I, I will say that I have kind of sampled a bunch of different podcasts. Padre podcasts, radio podcasts, people I do know, people yep. I don't know. And unfortunately, I get bored really quick. And... I texted her and said, I was expecting to get really, really bored. You, really, you really, said to her like that? And oh, boy. Dude, I wasn't bored for a second. This goddamn podcast, if it was, it's, it's so similar to the attitude that we take, which is just, just fuck it. We're coming in and telling yeah. our story. It's Laura and her friend, Eric. He's so goddamn funny, dude, and I'm not an easy laugh. They were so great, and they were talking. I don't want to give too much away. I would highly recommend you go and listen to their review of the movie Hustlers um, with Jennifer Lopez. And they're, all I know is the one she has scheduled for tomorrow yeah. is apparently a must-listen. You say, might as well say what it is. People definitely listen if you say what it is. Uh, the topic, what I've been told on the Thursday show, is blowjobs. People are listening just by that. But I, listen, she is such a great comeback story. She's such a cool person. She told this story on social media about a month ago. And I may be paraphrasing, but basically she said she went on a blind date. She went to Starbucks, met this guy, and she wrote, the guy said something like, hey, well, tell me your story. And she did. Well, I've been on house arrest. I was in crack houses, but I'm sober. All this other stuff that she'd done in her life. Holy shit. And the way I remember it, I believe I have this right, is that the guy said, hey, I'll be right back. I'm going to use the restroom. Walked out. <laughs> right into the car. Texted her like 20 minutes later. Hey, I don't think this is going to work out. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like shit did i say too much i should have maybe i calmed down i just told her i go god you're so damn funny kane you kill me she's such a good person man yeah. she is just good she she fights a good fight every day and man she just tells you everything and she just strikes me funny dave and i hope you'll listen to it yeah and I told her last night, I said, I go, man, it's just funny. And the chemistry that she has with Eric is great. And uh, I told her the story when she was here about the liver cancer chick. And she oh, yelled Jesus. at me. Remember when yeah. she yelled at me in yeah. here? She said, hey, off the air, she said, hey, tell me a story you never tell anybody. And I told her that story. And she just goes, Jeff! <laughs> And I go, stop yelling at me. Like I'm a kid. Scolded me. But I will, tomorrow I'm going to put out the link to 
save Sunset's name. Okay. But I, I'm just telling you, I'm going to send the link out to hers. None of you have to pay for it. It's all free for her podcast. She said the the blowjob podcast is coming on Thursday. <laughs> Good uh, choice of words. Right? Yes. But, and her, the, you guys will like this, where ours go for nine hours. All of her podcasts go like 20 minutes. Perfect. They're great. Yeah. And uh, she's just, she's really, really cool. And we are supporting her and cheering for her. And Eric is funny as fuck. Yeah. yeah it's great. So I was really excited for her. And uh, yeah, just subscribe to it and tell her Dave and Jeff sent you over. And uh, it'd mean a lot to her. Did you, um, by any chance, you see the Alec Baldwin roast? I have it on my DVR, okay. but I have not had a chance to watch it. It's been a busy couple of days. I watched it last night. I was, I was curious to know if you saw well, it. Well, I saw the Blake Griffin shit where he was ripping Caitlyn. Yeah. Oh, dude, everybody rips Caitlyn. It is f- so fucking funny. It is. It is. It's really, good. It's really good. Like, I mean, there, there's shit in there where, like, I'm sitting on the couch and I and cringing, I did, right? Oh, dude, I was pulled the like girl move. Where I put my hand over my oh. eyes. Like, I couldn't even look at the TV. I was so freaking... Uh, and they're all uh, just going after Caitlyn? No, they went after De Niro like crazy. De Niro, but, too? Dude, they went after everybody. You know a roast. It was, it's yeah. well done. Jeffrey Ross is so fucking good at what right. he does. But it, it when he went after... I mean, everybody going after Caitlyn. And I don't even know if Caitlyn knows that you're goofing on him. Or no. her. I'm sorry. I apologize because I know I shouldn't say it that way. I don't know goofing on her is what I should say. When it was Bruce Jenner, he was on our show. Do you remember? Yeah, he's a real asshole. He, but... He, <laughs> He was. <laughs> he, but he always is. But he's awkward is what I'm saying. He's an awkward guy. And he does come off as an asshole to everybody. You know, Dave. I mean, he has 10 kids and has no relationship with any of them. Here was the thing, though, about Jenner. He joined us at Morgan Run. Oh, yeah, that's right. But he also had us. We had him on the phone in studio, I remember, too. Right when the Kardashians first came out. I remember said to him, I watch, I watch uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. And he's like, you watch that show? Like, yeah. he, he thought it was goofy that I even mentioned this, this show. And now it's just it's a huge hit. He um he was with us at Morgan Run, if you remember. And like the the fun thing at that Stan Humphreys, Drew Brees, yeah. Fall Golf Tour. Whoever the fuck. Yeah. You'd be excited to see these guys. And Mike Ruzioni was yeah. always there. I remember uh Jeremy Roenick was great. Ruzioni was great. Uh Rick Roden was way too Thought he was too way cool. too too great. He's not. <laughs> um, but then Bruce Jenner came over, and Dave and I were really really pumped that he came in. And I remember when he left, and this isn't in hindsight. I remember it at the time that I go, God damn, he seemed incredibly uh, on defense. Yeah, like he had his guard up, like he was really tense and like we we couldn't have been more fired up to have him there we didn't say anything that would have done anything but compliment him i mean we laughed about chips and everything else he had done and just this idea that dude you were the guy man 1970 like you're the guy in montreal world's greatest athlete and and i just remember him being really he was okay, but he was on edge. And it wasn't that much longer, a couple years later, that the transformation happened. Yeah. And so while I say that, Dave, 
man, I don't know what was going on in his head at that time. I was really excited to meet him. I was bummed that he was kind of chippy, but I, I still think that was one of the cooler guys we ever had on the show. As far as big names go, you're yeah. absolutely right. I mean, the, the Wheaties box was just Dude. iconic. Everything was, was yeah. such a big deal. And the Olympics were a bigger deal back then than they are even today. But the fact that here he is as the world's greatest athlete when the USA and waving the little flag and, and yeah. everything that went on. He was, to me, he just caught me as an awkward guy. Kind of like the guy in the room that doesn't ever get the jokes or the last one to get the jokes. Just kind of, just kind of off. Just saw it but, say he's just he wasn't a good dude as you said. But whenever I watch him, even when you watch this thing, when you watch the Alec Baldwin roast, yeah, he still looks like he's the last one to get the jokes. Yeah, she I just, looks like the last one again. I screw that up. Um, yeah, but we weren't. I just remember we were excited to meet Bruce Jenner, and he came in and just talked about him. Look, man, it's one of the reasons. A uh, year ago, about a year ago at this time, I went to Montreal. And when I got up there, did my thing. And on the last night that I was there, I've never been there. I didn't know anything about it. But I wanted to get out to Olympic Stadium. I got out to Olympic Stadium for a couple of different reasons. One, because uh, Roberto Duran, Ray Leonard, first fight there. Tony got hit number 3,000 yep. there. But as a kid, Bruce Jenner... At the Olympics was there. Yep. That 76 Olympics with Ray Leonard winning gold and Jenner doing his thing. So now as she's Caitlin, yeah, I just look back and then you go, all right, shit, I'm happy to give her a mulligan. I don't know what was going on in her life at that time. I know we didn't do anything. There were no snarky no, we never comments from jokes, us. But I just remember when at that time he left, I was just like, damn, man, he's kind of on edge like i don't know but uh yeah i'll watch it I, don't, I i just i have a lot of admiration for people that have the courage to do things that a lot of others wouldn't be able to do and it's really really easy to sit there and throw rocks and do everything i'm, I'm not talking about the roast if you sign up for that you're open oh, that's season it. you're crazy to sign yeah up you're that. open season but I'm i saying, would never do a roast Fuck no. I wouldn't. Dude, I mean, I always think I have pretty thick skin. I have no desire to sit on a stage and let people just take shots at me. Well, uh, yeah. Who would, who would, I you, mean. You would, you would be the guy. I mean, if he's in, I'm in. I want to take shots. You, you and Costa. Well, how about this shit? So yesterday, and, and thank God we even got drug into this thing. But Cilio is back on That's social media. That's what I was going to bring up next. So Cilio's back on social media, and he's all over the Padres, and then Saw, of all people, jumps in, rips Cilio, then Cilio starts posting emails from inner office, like all these things are going on, right? Yep. So Kaplan goes, hey, we're going to bring Saw up to Callaway. Amazingly, Saw had a window in his schedule that allowed him to go up there. <laughs> so Scott, who was good to Saw, remember a couple of years ago he brought yeah, Saw back for a did. while on afternoons and let him do headlines. Scott's always been good to Lee. So there's a picture taken at Callaway, and it's uh, Scott and Padilla and Saw and a couple other people. I'm trying to think of who else. It doesn't matter. But they took the picture, 
from far back and they showed the whole picture. And what you notice in the picture is Saw is standing on his tiptoes. Oh my gosh. To appear as tall as everybody else. And you just go, God dang, man. Anything that happens, you're open season. Yeah. But um but look, I don't I don't know anything in that situation. I just looked at it. Checked it out and go, shit, I'm getting the hell away from this. Stuff. Dude, I haven't touched this at all. I did want to bring it up tonight because it's it's kind of strange. Like, are you blocked from following Dan Cilio? Yeah, but there's okay. I I think I think yeah, I'm blocked. Uh, the podcast page is blocked. I'm not sure that we ever wrote. <laughs> I don't remember. I think we've been pretty good to him. Be honest with you, compared to everybody else, I don't think we've done anything well, or even brought his name up where we speak a lot about him. I will say this. We did last year when it was like when. Oh, when he made a decision to leave for the station? Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So here's the deal. Everybody knows he was on 1090. And he leaves, goes to 97.3, since posted his resignation letter. Yeah. He ends up leaving for EEI, ends up going to Fox and Phoenix. Right. All these are short lived. I mean, he was barely at EEI. Barely at, oh, shit. At Fox. He didn't make it through the weekend at yeah. EEI. He didn't, and the Coyotes wanted nothing to do with. Uh, with him either as far as you know him being in phoenix so as he's now back in san diego and he's trying to figure out what the hell he's doing it's very strange the way he has gone after san diego yeah and and like uh, right now as you're talking i just have twitter up and i just happen to be scrolling through and he, he has but you're a, not blocked oh i've never been blocked yeah never been blocked and so he has a framed picture it's about ripping the the padres and the media and the worst sports town and the worst team of all time but in the picture, which is a shame, is a jersey that the Padres framed and gave to him, number 93, in a Padre jersey mm-hmm. with a picture of him throwing out the first pitch in a game wearing a Padre jersey. The Padres at one time treated him very well. Mm-hmm. I still don't see where the Padres have ever treated him poorly. Yeah, for, for him to go after the organization, and he's not doing San Diego radio anymore, I've never seen a guy that's looking to make enemies with everybody while you're still here. Like... When, when I try and get a reaction, and Jeff and I do a show that's still in San Diego, mm-hmm. never once would I do what he's doing, and it's weird to watch people do it. I'm watching, I think, we're really watching a guy that's melting down, if he hasn't melted down already, to the point where it's going to be like those old movies where they, they push you out of the city with the, the stakes and the sticks <laughs> on fire and shit. Run him out on the uh, dolly like Hannibal Lecter? Yeah, like chasing Frankenstein. Get him the fuck out of here. I mean, it, it's really weird that he came back and he's here making a home here. And the way he's attacking everybody. And no. it's like, dude, you weren't welcome in Miami. You weren't welcome in Phoenix. You weren't welcome in Boston. We sure as fuck don't want you in San Diego. Get the fuck out. Find somewhere else to go. Get the fuck out of here, Is dude. he even here? I don't even... I, is he still here in San Diego? I believe he still lives in Rancho Bernardo. Wow. And it's really, really, really fucking strange. But I'm literally... I think we're watching a guy on social media completely fucking melting down. Like, fucking his, his mental health doesn't seem normal on the way he's attacking people. Man. The way that Hacksaw is going after him is, it's a batter, it's, I almost used a bad word, it's a battle of the idiots. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is the dumbest fucking fight I've ever seen. Uh, look. I mean, I don't want, again, I don't want to say someone's mentally insane. He, he He's off, man. Like, he's fucking angry and off. Yeah, I'm blocked from everything. I, yeah. can, I could see certain things, and then you start seeing it, and it just feels like, I'm going down a rabbit hole, and I go, man, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. I just don't. I I see it, but it just... I didn't understand why we brought him here to begin with at the time. 
And the thing that turned me off from I him told you coming exactly from Florida. Why. His well, agent was the and, consultant for 1090. But that's, but that's when people step in and go, dude, hold on. I can look up the fact when he was a radio Who, host. Shep? You think he, Shep's going to do that shit? That, that's where John Moores, who writes the checks, go, who's this guy? Why is he, was yeah. he fired three times? Oh, that's weird. He put a hit on a college kid. He told his audience to go kill a college kid. That's fucking off limits. I mean, dude, you cross the line forever. I believe that college kid, by the way, is Jalen Ramsey. I believe, I believe that was the one he put his hit on when Jalen Ramsey had a bad game as a freshman at Florida State. I didn't think it was him. Brutal. Brutal that you go after, go after a fucking college athlete like that. Because people I, are fucking crazy. People will do what you say. Some of the whack jobs will follow these radio hosts. But Saw lives out there, too. What if tonight... <laughs> what if tonight... You're absolutely right. What if tonight in Target, Cilio just wa- runs into Saw? What happens then? First of all, okay, here's what happens. Saw runs like a bitch, okay? Get out, get away from me, Baba. You're hurting me. I don't think Salou even walks. I think he's in a goddamn like motorized cart and shit. I don't think it's. Jason Saw? I would watch that. Me too. I would like to see that. But I don't think either one of these guys, they're worse than those guys that fought, those old men used to send me fighting in the driveway with their freaking hips. Yeah. Played the Benny Hill soundtrack. It's it's bizarre to me, and then and and then again, today was all about going after Woods, and when he goes after Woods, he went after Woods today. Yeah, going after how shitty his show was, and so it was all about. Oh, thank God I have Sirius. This fucking San Diego radio is horrible. (laughs) What are we sure he wasn't ripping uh, Cost and Judd? Come on, does anyone know Cost and Judd are there outside of you? You and me. No one else in the ratings knows. You've seen that shit. I don't care how much. You can fucking buy Darren a house every month. People don't know he's there. You can't hear the fucking station. Not like Darren's show went to shit all of a sudden. It's just that people can't hear <laughs> yeah. it. It's the way it goes. Fuck. But fucking Woods jumps in all the time. I don't know why Woods plays a game. Just ignore him. You got the job. <laughs> Jesus. You're sitting right where he sat, though. Yeah. Ugh. You know, Sticky ass for a new chair. <laughs> Shithead. Shithead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, uh, i don't know man. oh man there's a show coming up i think uh woods put it out that he's hosting with uh shelly higgins do you see that no ben and shelly are doing oh i show. thought shelly's filling in for ben and doing it with woods no it's ben and shelly really on uh i don't know i saw it what would the day i don't know okay wh- why <laughs> why would he do that show why don't you just put a goddamn camera in their kitchen? Because it's been great for Jagger and Christie. What, are they trying to push Woods out? Is that what Fucking you're telling me? he's gone, dude. Later, buddy. Have fun working at fucking REI. By the way, you're right. It wasn't Jalen Ramsey. It was Devontae Freeman. He That's put the hit on. Yeah. 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 Woods is going to be back selling freeze-dried Neapolitan ice cream at <laughs> REI. Brought your head there. Well, what I was going to say was that he was going to do a one-man tribute show to the late Steve Irwin. Because <laughs> Woods' Australian accent's unmatched. Where's Woods going to be? Why isn't he fucking, uh, why is he bowing out? Yeah, where's he got to Didn't Woods have that show first? Didn't Hannah and him have their own show first? They had a podcast. Well, they had a podcast, but he's blocked her from doing the radio show. And now it's going to come back to haunt him. Mm. To his call. <laughs> All of a sudden, you're a nice guy. You got nothing to say. 
Well, I, I look, <laughs> I think that show is going to be outstanding. I think it's going to be funny. I think she's going to bring out a side of Ben that we haven't heard in the last 18 months. And look, they're married. Maybe it just goes full on base. And then who knows what happens? Fade to black. <laughs> Shelly's cool, dude. I don't She care. is cool. I met Shelly's her. She really was great. Good. I yeah. met her for the first time about a month ago. She was but, great. But you know what's funny when they're together? Like, all kidding aside, the funny thing is, Shelly's really fucking funny, but she makes Ben laugh. And I'm not saying Steve doesn't make, but it's That's just. That's what a, you just said. I did. Steve, yeah. you don't do. No. But I think. Like, he's different with her, shockingly, than he is with everybody else. Now, Ben uh, does laugh with Steve, but I think it's kind of fun. For one day? Goddamn. Could you ever do a show with your wife, David? No. I, no way. Dude, because here's how it would go in your mind. I got to carry her. That's what you're going to think. Gonna go and do. I'm not doing a show. I'm thinking, is she comfortable to do this show? Now, I have to say, I haven't heard. They've done that show, the podcast. They've done a bunch of them. So, Shelly's been behind a mic. Yeah, no, she can do it. Yeah. I'm just saying, she's I almost would rather hear Woods do the show with her. Oh, right? That's what I'm saying. That's the show I thought we were getting. Well, yeah, because she's opinionated. And he's going to pull out shit that we all want to hear. About you know? Ben? Yeah, that's what everybody wants to hear. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear two people protect each other for three hours. I, I, I'm i not sure. Four hours? I... Are they on four hours? Sorry. Why are they I on? think it's a four-hour show. I think they start at 2 a.m. Well, if hold on. Okay, here's my question. Because Ben starts the show at 5, and then, uh, I'm excuse me, Steve starts the show at 5, Ben comes in at like 5.40. Does Shelly going to start the show at 5, and Ben's still going to come in at 5.40? Oh, shit. How about that? Coming in hot. Uh, sh- Dude, she's cool, man. Uh, she's, uh, she's good people. They're, they're both. <laughs> I think it's funny. I think she'll fuck with him a little bit. And he, yeah, dude, Ben is... Ben could not, you know, the one guy you could do a roast of Ben Higgins and nothing would impact that guy. What would you say? Well, I know. I was trying to think like, <laughs> dude, it's every guy that went to Tory Pines. I swear to God. What the fuck would you That's say about coach? Oh, I could go after coach. Poser? I could, uh, no. I here, <laughs> who, who else do we know out of Tory? Oh, my God. Poser didn't go to Tory, did he? I thought so. He went to Carmel High School in Torrey. Yeah, split time. Is that, is that true? I don't know I'm why I always sure thought Jay was an L.A. guy that came here. No, he crazy? To, I know he went to he UCLA. Went to UCLA. I don't yeah. know. He was raised here. I don't know. Those uh, guys. Oh, God dang it. Dude, yeah, I wouldn't want to hear Ben roast. That's no fun. Yeah, Ben's a good dude. I don't want to hear that. Leave Ben alone. I would like to hear a Woods roast. They had one. A real one. They had a Kentori and Steve roast. Yeah, Steve, dude. Steve. I never get tired of that clip of Steve crying in the water. <laughs> God, he broke his ankle. <laughs> I know, it's the best. Dude, how many broken bones have you had? Uh, enough. I've had a few. Fuck, there's nothing worse than breaking a bone. Yeah. And then realizing, dude, I just broke an ankle. I asked him that yeah. one time. I go, when did you know it was broken? He's like, oh, oh like, you, you could see it. Yeah, you could see when he knew. Damn, dude. Did I have slowed that thing down so many times? It's ridiculous. It's embarrassing. It's almost one of those where I just need a really good laugh. I'll tell you, the two things that crack me up. All right? When he slips and it like hits him right in the face. No, the <laughs> two things that, that make me laugh when I'm just like, hey, I need a laugh. 
I go to YouTube and I type in Jerry Remy and Don Orsillo throwing that pizza. That's outstanding. That is but a, nobody broke goal. an ankle no. like that. And then I go to Woods snapping the ankle. And and I try and break it down to when the ankle broke and when he's in the water crying. Right to there. <laughs> there to there. I don't think he's actually he's not crying. Oh, he's crying. You think he's crying? crying in the water. You can't tell because he has water on his face. Half of those are tears. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's one of the best videos of all time. It's a rare day when I defend my friend. I'm telling you, he's not crying. He's crying. He's, I bet you he'll tell you he's crying. God. It's outstanding. Can you look that? I don't even know if you can. If people can pull it up. It's everywhere. I just don't know how you get to it. But fuck, I have it on my phone. It's hysterical. Who talked him into doing that? Because, dude, the same assholes that talked me into jumping in a race car that was going to catch on fire or getting oh, yeah. beat up by 10 girls in a oh, ring. that was me. Yeah, that was you. That was a horrible idea. Uh, did, I think Jay Isbell talked him into yeah. doing that. Did Jay run the course too? God damn. I don't know, man. He, shit, there was a girl. Did you see that clip that came out the other day? I think Rex Chapman had it. Yeah. Where this girl was kind of running and it absolutely looked like she snapped her ACL. Chapman put it. ACL, MCL, and something else. It looked like your goddamn leg exploded. Like, it's like, dude, you're like watching Woods right there. Do you watch the Joe Theismann clip? No, I don't watch that one. No, because I I do know Joe, but I don't know Joe like I know Woods. Like, we've had Joe on the air a million times. We said Joe in the hotel. Remember that? Yeah, San Francisco. I just saw him in Toronto. He's all over the place. All over the place. But we don't know Joe like fucking around with Joe. Woods is uh, like our our boy. That's why it's funny. God. If it was me, dude, he'd be doing the same thing. He'd be stopping it in slow motion looking at it. If he thought I was crying in the water, he would look at it 200 times. Costa? I don't think any... Li- oh, Costa would be great. Costa cries if you step on his shadow. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I wish we had video of... I wish we had the fucking audio of Mike... Crying with Mary Tillman. Oh, yeah. Well, Mike getting hit in the face by Vinny Testaverde is outstanding. Wish we had film of that, too. Because that had her hurt like hell. I See, I don't know. I guess I give Steve much more of a break than I give Mike. For what, re- what reason? Just because I don't know. <laughs> I guess just because I've been friends with Mike for 20 years. Yeah. And Steve, we've known for like two <laughs> And I'm just used to so much disaster with Costa that like I, we don't have that many disastrous moments with Steve. And I busted an ankle. Yeah. Like, you know what that feels like. That is Oh, crazy. it's the fucking worst. All right, quick question about breaking an ankle. Thank uh-huh. goodness I haven't done that before. Okay. I told him when I thought my Achilles tendon uh. was about to blow, that first thing in my mind was right one or left one. Because the yeah. right one, you can continue driving. If it's if, if 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 it's your right one, do you take a chance and think you're going to teach yourself how to drive lefty? Right. Or you just go fuck it. I'm not driving for six weeks. Oh, what man. happened when you broke your ankle? Uh, broke my left ankle. Yeah. Okay. You lucked so, out. I was okay. Yeah. Um. Were you driving a motorcycle back then? Yeah, I think that was the problem. <laughs> I think I had a cycle one. You could. You could. You yeah, drive a motorcycle with a broken ankle. No, I busted left foot, left ankle, left ACL. Yeah. Uh, right foot. Um, not right ankle, but yeah, but yeah, left foot, left ankle, ACL, left knee, uh, right foot, and then that's it. But that's it. God, oh, like my kids always say, what hurt worse, 
busted an ankle or your ACL. I'm like, fuck, they're both bad. Yeah. Like saying, what was worse, getting knocked out by Tyson or fill in the blank with anybody else you want to get? Dude, it sucks. Yeah. You, so you ever broke? You ever broke your hand? Um, dislocated. Okay. Couple of fingers. Breaking your hand is weird, especially if your adrenaline's going, yeah. and then when the adrenaline goes away, and you realize yeah. you have a broken hand, uh, and then you're like, "Man, it's getting worse and worse yeah. and worse." And usually, with a break, if you don't realize it at the time, it, the pain becomes so sharp, like tears will start rolling in your face. Yeah, I have. Um, so, a really good friend of mine is a doctor, and I was goofing around in Carlsbad. It was at a park with my kids. And we were goofing around and just wrestling. The two, um, my sons, it was them against me. And I'm just beating the tar out of my one son. <laughs> With the other son. But he's coming up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he comes up behind me and I went to like grab him and like pull him over. And I felt everything. And I could feel it right now when I do it right there in my, I could feel Tore it. your labrum. I, I don't know. It's all right here. I can yeah. feel it here. And so I said to this friend of mine who's a doctor, I'm like, it feels like even when I do that right there, I can feel the whole thing here. And she goes, well, it's probably pretty bad. I go, yeah, I think it is because I can't do anything. I can't extend it. But I said, yeah, I went to grab him and pull him over. And it just felt like somebody was pulling Velcro apart. Yeah. And she's like, you know, it's not. I know American medicine's a little different than Canadian medicine, but it's not against the law to go get that checked out. <laughs> she said yeah. Complete smart ass. Yeah, shock, right? Big fucking shock. And uh, oh, that's funny as shit. But I can you aren't going to get it checked out, are you? No. But then all of a sudden, like the other day, my kid comes over and everything, it had been really, really bad for like a month. And then it became manageable. Yeah. And I was sitting kind of sideways, and my fucking kid. Why does anybody have kids? I tell them all the time. All I wanted in life was just a starfish. I tell them all the time, all these things I wanted other than them. <laughs> Great dad. And uh, he came up, and he... What a starfish. Yeah, that's what I told what him. in third grade? Yeah. And I go, all I wanted was a starfish named Scott. And they're like, really? Like, I take him everywhere. Yeah, they're like, oh, okay. But he grabbed my shoulder, Dave, like screwing around. Yeah. And just like quickly one time was like, hey, Dad, what are you doing? I was like, oh, my God. I throw up right here. I didn't start crying. But, yeah, it's completely jacked up. Yeah. I have no. Like, you got right it jacked. You bet you probably tore your labrum. God, so what do they do for that? Dude, it's only one. Dude, I got the same thing. I got a torn labrum on my left side. Same point. How pathetic point, right? is that? And I, and I got a torn bicep tendon in my left bicep. Dude, you understand. You, you need surgery. It takes, dude, a, over a year to heal. And it fucking, it, it, dude, you're literally holding your arm in a goddamn brace. Yeah, I'm not doing for that. For a year. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I don't do shit left-handed anyways. I keep getting. <laughs> I drive left-handed. Dude. Do you drive left-handed? Yeah, a lot of times I do. But here's the funny thing is because my shoulder's so jacked. People are bored out of mind. My shoulder's so jacked, I can't look at my watch because it won't turn. <laughs> and I got to sit there and fucking get, because I can't raise my goddamn arm. But, uh, dude, I great. so don't want that fucking surgery. Because I remember Jack Woods, we, we used to work yes. with, he had that shoulder surgery. He goes, dude, he's never been the same. No. He said, never heals right. Yeah, I, I don't do anything left-handed. Yeah. 
That's I, I just keep a, getting that shot where you numb it. Not a cortisone shot. I think I it's actually a steroid that. shot. They stick it right. Even though the pain's in the front, they stick it right in the back of your shoulder. And in two weeks, dude, you won't feel jack. Right away, as soon as they give you that shot, you won't yeah. feel shit in your arm, dude. You're going to feel great. Yeah, I'm you telling just go you. Out. Yeah, I can't throw. No, you don't need to throw, but just the pain factor. The sleeping factor. Shut oh. the fucking car door. Any of that shit. Yeah, I didn't shut a car door, but I... Yeah, no. <laughs> But it's funny. You got hurt in a wrestling accident. I did. Well, next time you tell that story, don't mention it was your fucking kids. It was. It was Hulk Hogan or something. As, yeah. Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Oh, God. Can I give you guys a YouTube clip that you have to watch? It is the funniest shit ever, and I think there's two or three of them. On YouTube, go to Mean Gene Outtakes. Yeah. And it's just him... And he's crushing heaters. He's crushing a heater. And it's just him when he's sitting there with Macho Man Savage or Nikolai Volkov trying to sing. And he just starts dying laughing. It is so goddamn funny because you see him and uh, Kamala. Oh, yeah. And he's like, boy, I bet your mom's really proud of you. And Kamala just starts laughing. All these guys break character. That's hilarious. They all break character. And they're all yelling and the whole thing, and something will trigger Gene laughing. Yeah. And he just loses it. And Mr. Wonderful yeah. starts flexing like I right in his it. face. Yeah. You want some of that? You want some of that? He just keeps getting closer to him. And then Oakland starts laughing. And you just hear the whole staff start laughing. That's ah, they all start laughing. And then all of a sudden they cut to him. He's got his tuxedo jacket off. He's just killing the heater. Okay, we going? Where are we going? New Mexico? All right. How many are we doing? Three? He just hits it. Fuck, it's so great. I how love all th- that shit. How much money do you think he made? Oh, shit, Dave. Like, just curious, because he was all over the place. All over the place. Uh, I don't know where their offices are, where Connecticut? Yeah, but I mean, you're traveling so much. You're traveling like the wrestlers are. You're yeah. all over the place. Do you think he? You think he made three hundred grand a year? Dude, I hope so. I hope, dude. He was huge, man. He, he was part he, of the whole thing. But if you liked him, like this yeah. is really funny because he says stuff that gets those guys, and they say something, and he just loses it. And like they try to move the camera off of him to focus on yeah. the guy, and it's just it's great. Just go to Mean Gene outtakes. I got okay. Here you go. I was asked the question. Number one, how old was he when he died? Oh, Mean Gene when he died. God damn, he looked old. I'm gonna. He just say, died this year. Was it just this year? Yeah. I'm gonna say he was seventy-eight. God dang, dude, you're seventy-seven. Seventy-seven. Wow, really I think good. I win both showcases. How? Uh, okay, how, how much was his net worth? How tall was he first, and then what was his net worth? See, he's five nine, five eight. Look Shit, at, I'm pretty, pretty good, good at this. And then I'm going to say his net worth was three million. One point seven three million. It says that ain't shit. Yeah. <laughs> so it says it says in one of these he died at seventy six. Another one says he died at seventy seven. But um, anyway, yeah, it's it's interesting. He looks like Mike Shepard, dude, in all these pictures of him. Well, with talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, I'm probably didn't rat fuck 50 people. <laughs> Isn't it great? Yes. Isn't it great to have this fucking it podcast? Is. It's so great. <laughs> Look, here's the thing. I I just wanted said, 
I treated Mike Shepard nice every day. Yep. I listened in meetings that Dave Palais refused to acknowledge. That's I listened true. to everything. And I also listened every day for 11 months while he told me Saw was shit. Okay? That's me. That's what I'm hearing. So if you're me and you're told every day for 11 months that Saw is shit, which is basically like telling me every day, hey, this is San Diego. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> Understand. And then all of a sudden, they fire Dave Rosie Sherrod. You get put onto a conference call, and somebody tries to tell you, no, you're not working with Darren, and you're not working with whoever else. Yeah. Well, who am I working with? <laughs> hey, buddy. I'm really excited about the dynamic of you working with Hacksaw. What the fuck would your <laughs> thought be about that guy? I ask any of you, okay? What would your opinion be? And by the way, when you realize that it's a pretty good job that you're about to walk away from and your fucking kids are five years old, so you have a mortgage and a car payment and everything else, and the guy who never once said, yeah, this guy, hey, I bet we could coach him up, maybe right situation, never said. Told you every day I should fire this guy. I can't wait till I get the approval to fire this guy. He's got to be out of here. He sucks. And then they call you and you have the balls. I asked him on the call with his boss there. I go, yeah, do you fucking mind? Do you remember what you've said every day for the last 11 months? Oh, <laughs> you know, Alex Trebek is seven years away from having cancer. You little shit. And here's the other problem with Mike Shepard. What? I could see that Alex Trebek was on the path to some challenging moments in his life. And I didn't have time for Shep's patronizing bullshit about how entertaining I was going to be to work with Paul Mahan. <coughs> Here's the other problem Shep made. We'd have to go sit in these meetings every day with Shep and Jack Cronin, two guys that know a shitload about entertaining radio. I love Crow as a news guy. Don't try to talk to me about doing a talk show, please. Please, save it. And, uh... <laughs> I was never good in any of these meetings. Yeah. With, yeah. With oh, those, I was there. I know. With those or even Jim Daniels, who he liked. I just wanted the fuck out. We ah. just did a show. I want to go home. Yeah, was, well, JD didn't know what the fuck. Driving in from Corona. I love that guy, but he was a fucking wreck, too. But I love him. I wasn't used to wanting. You were the guy with the ADD. How did you fucking sit through him? I just because I had screaming kids at home. Do you remember? Do you remember my move to try and get out of there? Yeah, you hit your legs. Yeah, all right. Here yeah, we go. That was, that was you get my, up. Let's make my leg on my hand on my thigh. Yeah, like okay, the good one. We'll see you tomorrow. And then you keep talking, and you just look at me like, dude, it doesn't work. Yeah, stop. That's how you get a horse to run faster. Stop doing that. Yeah, calm down, Lafitte Pink guy. So I'm walking back to one of these meaningless meetings with uh, the two brightest minds in sports talk radio, Shep and Crow. And, uh, and I love Crow, by the way. He finally found his niche doing news on Koga where he's great. But at that time, yeah, I was ready for him to get fucking sent to Siberia. <laughs> and uh, I, I asked Shep about his time at KSON. Because yes. Mike, 
Mike had been really successful as a program director at KSON. And he said, well, you know, buddy, uh, most of the time it was pretty good. But there was one day there that I'll never forget, and it wasn't that great. And I said, well, what happened, Shep? Like, I was you gave a shit. trying to figure it out. And he said, well, one of the jocks there picked me up and stuck me upside down in a trash can and said, here you go, you little shit. <laughs> Shep's about five, six. Yes. And I go, whoa, what? What? Yeah, son of a gun. Guy picked me up right by my belt, put me upside. I almost suffocated. <laughs> in the plastic lining of the trash can, he almost suffocated. I thought he called him a bald piece of shit. <laughs> I don't remember that. And apparently, Shep has a full head of hair. <laughs> okay. Goddamn guy. <laughs> and uh, I said, hang on. Yeah. He just scooped me up in one motion and put me upside down. And all I could picture were his little feet <laughs> just kicking. So, uh, sorry. Like, I was nice. I, I respect my favorite story of all time. Respected chain of command, but every time he's there, I was like, you know, I could probably fucking put you in the Oh, trash easily you could. Yeah. Kimmo. Oh, shit. That fucking Kimmo. <laughs> Love Kimmo. Never met him in my life, but it's the greatest radio story ever. <laughs> um, and Dave and I have an expose, too. No, we're going to expose. I told you this the other day. Yeah. You want to expose this real quick? Go ahead. I told you two. Oh, I think I know both guys. So I had the 80s channel on. Yeah. Sirius XM. Like Cilio, I love Sirius XM because <laughs> morning radio shit. I think that's what he wrote. Right? Something like that. Uh, so on the 80s channel, they played two songs back to back. And I called Dave and I go, look, I'm either brilliant or a complete fucking moron. And I know I'm probably a complete fucking moron, but I'm going to bring this up because it bugs me. Not only does my question about how do race car drivers transition from driving 250 miles an hour to 25 miles an hour, that fascinates me. But if you ever listen to that 80s channel, you're going to hear two songs. You're going to hear Party All the Time by Eddie Murphy. Yep. And I guarantee you, you're going to hear She's Like the Wind, Patrick Swayze. Yes. Okay? And you go, oh, yeah, man, remember those songs? That's it? I remember one day, and I don't know, maybe somebody can find it. I'm not saying it is fact, but to the best of my knowledge, you cannot find, like, an actual live performance of either one of those songs. I'm with you 100%. Now, Bradley Cooper who sang in Stars Born and was great in that movie, fucking had the balls to go right up on the stage at the Oscars. Right up on the stage and sing right there. Sing live with Gaga. Yep. Whether you like that song or hate that song, at least you go, God damn, dude. That's Stones right there. Did Eddie Murphy ever go, hey, coming out on Arsenio Hall? Wouldn't you think he'd have the chance to sing that song live on Arsenio? Did not. Did you ever see Swayze? Dude, I've never it? seen Swayze in a video singing. At least I've seen Eddie Murphy on, on a video. Right, with Rick James. Yep. But it just, it's one of the great mysteries. And I just want to know, we destroyed Millie Vanilli yep. for what happened to them. I think a lot of you were disrespectful to Rick Ocasek in years <laughs> past. I know you were goddamn disrespectful to Eddie Money. 
And I think right now, <laughs> while we still have Eddie Murphy, I think a lot of you need to be respectful. I have no idea how that all ties together. That's it. But you've never seen those. Have you ever seen no. those guys? No, never have. Maybe it exists from like some Sweden show. <laughs> but what does that tell you, Dave? Did they actually sing it or was it fake? I don't believe the Patrick Swayze one at all. That one when they said, hey, Patrick Swayze sang this song. No way. I'll buy that shit. And why is that the only song he ever sang? Yeah. Guy's a fucking big time hit. He only right. had one, one fucking hit song. Come on. Right. Like, how come Pierce Brosnan hasn't been singing? Yeah. <laughs> Where's his fucking song? Where's Bob Saget's song? Oh, my gosh. What happened to your boy Jack Wagner? He had the fucking balls to go he out did. and sing live. You say what you want yeah, about that song. He'd sing it everywhere because he had one goddamn song. He would sing it to Rick Roden at the Celebrity Golf Tournament. Yeah. Goddamn Rick Astley was like, dude, let's go. Let's go. All right. We covered a lot tonight. Uh, we sure did. All over the fucking place. All right. So uh, first of all, I want to mention Brian Curry. Again, he's our guy for real estate. He can, should be your guy for real estate as well. Talk to Brian every day now, every single day. I think my, my garage wife, looks amazing. It does, doesn't? Isn't it amazing? And we're moving in the right direction, you asshole. Can't believe you're only nine days away from putting the house on the market. <laughs> Look how many boxes I have that haven't even been uh, taped up. Eighty-eight uh, percent. Uh, no, I got nothing. Nothing ready to go. The backyard's looking good though. I okay. got that taken care of. I haven't done shit. Paid someone to do that. Anyway, selling real estate all over San Diego County. Look, he's going to have his hands full. The house looks great. I just got to get the shit out of here to show yeah. you how great it is. Yeah. That's the, that's the way it goes. So Brian's your guy. He needs to be your guy because he knows every community in San Diego, whether you want to be here in East Lake or you to move somewhere else. You name it. La Jolla, Encinitas, where Jeff's old school used to be. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> Poway, we told you the places where you should stay away from. Plenty of areas you do want to go to. Again, here's the number for Brian Curry, 619-251-1588, 619-251-1588. So many great areas of San Diego, right? But now, did you see the story that came out the other day that they have these affordable living apartments in Little Italy? And they go, this is really going to be great for people. We're going to build all these apartments. There's going to be 200 apartments, and every one of them is 400 square feet. And then they go, and it's only $2,000 a month. We're really excited about that. And then at the end of the article, thrown away, at this little last line of the story is, the guy who's building the building isn't going to be far away. He's going to live in the top corner apartment, which is a 2,500-foot, like, five-bedroom apartment. <laughs> so all of you are going to live in an apartment the size, size of a doghouse. Yes, yeah. size of your goddamn Dodge Dart. And this guy is going to live in, like, this 2,500-square-foot, five-bedroom, right in your own building. That's hilarious. Like, he's just going to walk by and just laugh at you i'm sorry i would say who's ever helping you make that housing decision is not giving you good advice no, when the guy who's living in a place that you're paying for and it's 10 times the size of yours yeah that's probably yeah. not so great so the way you avoid any kind of housing mistakes is by hiring brian curry because ultimately brian's got your best interest at heart not where the landlord has their best interest at art. Not ripping the guy. You were able to pull it off. Good on you, man. If, uh, if people are that way, I just don't want to see anybody from this audience go, oh, man, I got shafted. Yeah. 
whether it's buying a house, selling a house, or uh, managing property management, any of it, Brian Curry is your guy. Absolutely. Don't forget about that pool that belongs in that brand new house. Look, Alan Taylor, Taylor made pools. He's the person to call. Again, more than 20 years in San Diego. You don't stay in that business more than 20 years unless you've been doing something right. Don't forget about the new construction on commercial and residential. Full remodels on commercial and residential as well. New equipment and repairs. Pool resurfacing. Tile installation. Everything you need to get your pool in perfect working condition. That dream pool just around the corner. Don't forget about the waterfalls, grotto, and slides. Alan Taylor's your guy. Tailored made pools. 619-449-4452. Again, 619 619- Four four nine four four five two. So weird. I don't know if others have noticed it. Here we are. We're in the middle of September, yet it feels like there's more traffic on the streets. I don't know why that's going on. I thought summer's over. I thought tourists have gone home. And if you make your way to the gas station, pennies by pennies, gas prices are going back up. Right? Yep. Remember, you could go anywhere from about. 325 to 350. Now all of a sudden it's about 345 to 399. And I mentioned that because last couple of weekends, what have I done? You know, oh, we're going to get out of town. My kids and I are going to get out of town for the day. You end up like I did, stuck in three hours worth of traffic. It costs you more for gas. Hotels are getting more. Restaurants, because the minimum wage is gone. Everything's more expensive, especially in California. Why are you giving your money away when you could take that money and make an investment in a tailor-made pool? Man, you can just say, I'm going home to the most beautiful, relaxing vacation spot in California, and it happens to be in my backyard. Call Alan and Amy, and they'll get you all taken care of. Absolutely. Don't forget about hot sauces and more. Jeff just talked about it the other day. Taught his kid at a barbecue just the other day. Hot sauces and more right there in the Otay Ranch Mall. It's easy to sit there and go in and ask questions. Don't be embarrassed. The whole idea is to make your food taste that much better. Your place to become the place to go for the perfect barbecue. Again, it's hot sauces, letter N, more. more.com. Go in there and say hi to our friend Brian. Yeah, fantastic. Right there at the Otay Ranch Mall. Right next to Macy's, you can't miss it. And the great thing is when you go in there, such a wide selection of dry rubs, the spices, the barbecue sauces that you want. If you're in the market for the big green egg, I can't think of a better guy to buy it from, from Brian. And as we said, we're just a couple months away from the first ever, uh, first ever Dave Palais Invitational. And we really are going to put together a fun event we guys that just say, hey, man, you know what? I want to learn how to grill, but I've never done it. We're going to have you all come down. We're going to go to the Otay Ranch Mall. We've already said it's a no-hazing event. We want everybody to come out and have a great time. We're going to teach you. I mean, not me. I'm going to just come and hang out. But we're going to learn how to cook steaks. You're going to learn how to cook chicken, cook the perfect burger, anything else you want to learn. Uh, Dave mentioned it. My son and I went down. We saw Brian the other day. I went by his house today. Dave, I I swear to God, there was a big orange glow coming from the backyard. It kind of freaked me out. I thought, damn, it's too early for a sunset. And son of a bitch, if I didn't go out there, my son Kate had a full 87-pound hog on the spit. And he was just working it, (laughs) turning it. He said, God damn. Like a luau. Yeah, he said, one lesson, here I go. And it was unbelievable. He fed the entire community. Kid had one lesson, and all of a sudden he's cooking for all of La Mesa. God bless him. But um, we want you to come down. 
be part of what we're doing, and we're even going to let Dave do a couple cooking de demonstrations. You excited? That's it. I'll put the pig in the ground. Be one of those where it said spin in the ground all day long. Right, with the with the palm leaves all over yeah, it? I hate that shit. Yeah. Makes you crazy, right? <laughs> you, you ever been to Hawaii and done one of those? Yeah. Been to Hawaii a couple and times. Then you, but have you done the whole luau where you pay for it, and you're like, God, I paid all that money, and now I'm kind of sick to my stomach just watching this? Yeah, it's weird, right? Yeah. it's um, We were in Maui. And they had it at our hotel. We didn't, yeah, we hadn't of done course. it. But they had it. And then, yeah, all of a sudden that thing comes out. And you're just like, oh, remember last year? We had, I think Jerry was doing it. I think our buddy Jerry was doing, he had a gator. I had gator last yeah. year. I was like, ah, yeah, get over here, little <laughs> son of a bitch. I didn't care. If we, uh, if I talk Jerry into, into grilling a gator. At no, the, I have no interest in eating an alligator. Why? And not because I'm, I'm I have a big heart for the gators. I just don't want to eat that shit. I don't want to eat squirrel either. No. Don't tell me how tender squirrel is. I don't want to eat squirrel. No, really. That's, yeah, that's no shit. Giving me shit that say, hey, it tastes like chicken. I just want to eat how chicken. How about then? chicken? That's it. Is that so fucking hard? No. Hey, you ever rattlesnake? It tastes like chicken. No, I'll just eat the chicken. Yeah, I yeah, rattlesnake. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with people? Yeah, you ever see Joe Rogan? He's always cooking like elk. Yeah, a lot of guys like elk, though. I've never had that. Like uh, um, Boach. Boach is an elk guy. He's a buffalo guy, too. Remember that shit he killed a big fucking buffalo? Yeah. Sent you a picture of it? <laughs> yeah. He's like, buffalo meat's great. And we're like, yeah. no, don't send it. Like, he was, thought he was doing us a favor. I'm going to send it to you. Yeah, he was going to send us like 80 pounds each. Of, well, he probably had 500 pounds, yeah. and his wife's probably like, get that shit out of here. <laughs> They probably called Flan and Sut. They were like, nope. Oh, hell. Dave and Jeff are going to get a lot of buffalo. No, the fuck we are. Yeah, I don't want that shit. No. But, well, all right, then we'll keep it easy. <laughs> okay. We'll do chicken. That's fine. Stuff I buy in the grocery store. Right. Hot link. That's fine. Perfect. You like that? Yes. All right. Maybe some steaks. That's it. I'm good. All right. All of it coming up. If you want to be part of it, hit us up on social media. We'll put it together. It's going to be a blast. Yes. It's going to be a fun day. And uh, disappointing Joseph will be the... I have no idea. <laughs> you always drop disappointing Joseph <laughs> somewhere in there. I love those guys. We're just always booking. We need a live band. That's so damn funny. Also, don't forget about Dan Williams. Dan Williams, looking forward to... We're going to see Dan actually Sunday on Sunday. Night. He's going to come by and say hi to us. Dan's uh, your guy, though. You need to call Dan. Dan's your guy that's going to help you with all your finances. I'm telling you, it's the smartest call you can make. So many people right now are all freaked out on what's happened with their finances. They don't know how they got into financial trouble. All they know is they need to get out of financial trouble. How are you going to pay for your kids to go to college? How are you going to sit there and figure out a way to make your money last a lifetime? Dan Williams will tell you exactly the steps you need to take to what is smart money spent, smart money earned, and what you're going to do to save to make it last. Again, Dan's your guy. you got to give Dan a call. Jeff, you have the sheet right in front of you, so I don't have the, the phone number memorized. Oh, really? So if I said 858-688-6813, you'd be like, oh, it's brand new to me? It sounds good. Well, that means a lot. You get, <laughs> yeah, it's really funny how you take the guy's $100 and uh, poor guy working man. I didn't have it memorized. I don't want to screw it up. Uh, the books are for free, and they really are books that you should have on your desk because when you buy the house, yes, it's incredibly exciting when you get the keys we have friends that just got keys in the neighborhood. Yeah. And it's great, but it doesn't end right there. It just begins right there. And one of the challenges is that, yeah, you buy the house, but guess what? You still have the car payment, and that car is going to need its brakes done. 
Do you still have kids and the kids are going to need braces or shoes? And then when you get in that house, you got to do furniture and your cable and gas and everything else that's going on. So that's why Dan's book, Borrow Smart, Repay Smart, is so, so vital for anybody, whether you're buying a house and moving in tomorrow or tomorrow's the 15th year you've been in there. We want to make sure because Dan's going to help you incorporate uh, your mortgage plan into your overall financial plan. And then we mention all the time that he's such a big supporter of the military. He helps out at the Honor Foundation. And that's why Dan's second book, How to Purchase a Home with No Down Payment, his way of giving back to all of you that have given so much to us by your time in the military. Both of those books for free at sandiegolending.us slash Dave Jeff. Or give him a call. Dave, maybe you want to write this number down. I mean, the guy does it. sponsor the show. 858-688-6813. By the way, he's bringing you an autographed baseball. Did you hear that? I do. I know all about it. He told me. Okay. By well, the way, how many phone numbers do you have memorized? Um, well, I have my own. Okay. Well, that's great. How often are you calling yourself when you're in trouble? Uh, no, let me see. When you were a kid, you had everybody's number. Everybody's memorized. number memorized. Um, like, do you even know your mother's phone number? Which my yeah. okay? Do you know your kids' phone numbers? Uh, no. Yeah, That's I know a, that Shuggy just stunk his fucking room up. <laughs> the problem is, got the fake blown right at me. Yeah. All right. That's my point. I don't know anyone's fucking number anymore. Let me see this thing. That's really funny. Like, I don't know my mom's phone number. Mm-mm. You know, it's all just programmed in, in your mind. You just go fuck it. Yeah. I don't ever need to know that number. It's in my phone. Yeah, it's really funny. That's what, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I don't know anyone's number. But he, I bet you could remember the number to your house when you were, you know, 12 years old. Yeah, 6320646. Oh, that's funny. Was my first. Then I had 942-9443. It's there forever. Uh, 6320646 was my number in Encinitas. But the one, like when I first got my own number... I had uh, uh, 942-9443, I think was it. 942. That sound familiar? No. I think I knew you then. Yeah. No, that's 942-94. No, I know what I had. In You'll remember this one. Uh, in Carlsbad, I had 4310680. I remember that when I lived in La Casa. Yes, that was so my funny. number in... You remember that one? That yeah. was my cell phone number forever. That's funny as hell. Four three one zero six eight zero. Yeah, so there's no point knowing that number. Right. Yeah. But I have that. That's I, funny as hell. My my point is like you just said. You have, I'm glad you have it memorized. When you were younger, you remember these numbers because you have to. There's yeah. not one number in your mind you go, I need to know that number. No, six three two zero six four six was the first number that I remember having. Then nine four two. I think nine four four three. I think that was it. But then four three one zero six eight zero was my number in Carlsbad. <laughs> I know people are driving it, hitting their fucking steering wheel. Stop throwing out numbers. I'm not calling any of them. None of them work. No, I haven't had those numbers in <laughs> no, forever. That's what I'm saying. Just giving out numbers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you lost your fucking mind. But well, I keep thinking there's going to be a point probably in about the next. 16 months when I change the number I have now. Are you really? Why would you change your number? That number's like your social security number now. 
You need that number forever. Oh, I got to tell you a quick story. Um, Some, well, let me mention Kyle Fluger. Okay? okay, yeah, please. Kyle's your guy right there for the perfect website. We tell you all the time, Kyle's your guy. You need to call to set up that website. We're very happy with the websites he's done for us, the DaveAndJeffShow.com and the JakesProjects.org. Oh, it's so, so good. Call Kyle. That number is 619-500-6621, 619-500-6621. Goddamn, when we were last here Sunday night, um, the print edition of Bryce Miller's column had come out. Yeah. And we had talked about it, but I think there were, at least for me, Dave, and I would imagine for you as well, there had been a lot of things that we had covered with Bryce that didn't make it into that story. And you go, well, the there were things that were left out, but ultimately we got the website and Bryce did a great job of telling Jake's story. It was cool. And then all of a sudden, Monday afternoon, this online version popped in and it was the complete full unedited story, which included a fan, one of my favorite pictures of Jake with our friend, Brett Boone, when they're getting pedicures done. It's yeah. The funniest hilarious. goddamn picture. There was great stuff in there about Dave and his dad. There was a story. Well, it wasn't in exactly great stuff, but yeah, no, but I'm just there's saying a story in there. Yeah. Yeah. That tells you a lot about relationships and everything that had happened. There was an incredibly freaky parallel about October 30th between my son Jack and Jake, and that story got in there, and I was glad that got in, and um, it was really, really good. But what made me really, really happy is it told the story of Jake's projects. Yes. And the work that Kyle Fluger has done for us to put together jakesprojects.org uh, I got the other day huge box from Tim Haggerty and the guys at the El Paso Chihuahuas. And I can't thank those guys, John Conniff, Dave J, Kev Charity, who have been so great to us for putting things together. But now when people go and look at jakesprojects.org, it looks really, really solid. And I'm, yep. I'm really proud of it. I know you're really proud of it. But it's really such a, a tribute to the hard work of Kyle Fluger. We thank him a lot. Absolutely. A great deal. You know, it's funny is uh, I wanted to mention this. Bryce reached out to me and he says uh, uh, Tri Tribune Media Service, they want to basically use the story for national distribution. Fantastic. Which it was just huge. He's asked me, is that okay with you? I was like, yes. absolutely. It's okay. Anything that helps that charity out, absolutely outstanding. Then he asked me, you think Brett's going to be okay with us showing that picture of, right. of him and Jake getting their pedicures? I'm not even going to call him. Of course, he'd be fine with. He'll it. love it. Yeah, he's the one that took the picture. I told him it's so great. Like it's cool. It's and funny as shit. So I sent it today to. I sent the article to our friend Lisa Ann, who loved it. And what I said was, in Jake's final days, when a lot of things were kind of a challenge to say the least, we were all at a suicide prevention walk. And she said, let's FaceTime him. And she FaceTimed him and was talking to him and like, where are you? You're supposed to be here. And you could hear him laughing. And Dave, it's the last time I heard him laugh really yeah. was on that call with her. And I, I know a lot of people stop at the surface with her. Go ahead. I know what she meant to, to another friend of ours. And I know what she meant to Jake. And when I think of him and when I think of that laugh and kind of what she did, I just sent it to her and I said, look, I just, he dug being your friend. Yeah. Like he thought it was cool. And uh, she knew he was going through a, a bad time of that weekend. Remember what she said? She was going to yeah. use him 
as her bodyguard right. on the trip back back east. The, she was going on the road. Yeah. And she was taking him on the road. Yeah. And he was in completely sincere about that. And uh, yeah, just really cool, man. I, I just, I read it. It's a hard read in a bunch of different places on a personal level. Yeah. But goddamn, that one that gets online and we sent the link out a few different times, it is really, really good and tells the story about him and relationships between father and son. Like, it covers a lot of stuff. And, yeah, I told Bryce, I said, God damn, I thought the Sunday one was really good. This is amazing. You know, it, it's interesting. I, I, I haven't put that that on Facebook. You know, I haven't done the, the Bryce one. I haven't put it yeah. on, on Facebook. A couple, a couple of different reasons why I didn't do it. But I had so many people that I haven't spoken to in such a long time reach out to me and saying it brought them to tears. Yeah. You know, and most people yeah. read it and they go, man, it, it brought me to tears. Lisa Ann sent me a note and said, I read the, read the article. It was, it was absolutely beautiful. Great. But so many other people who I haven't spoken to in a long time, which um, means a lot to me that they read it. Again, it, if it brings, um, you know, brings attention to the charity was the main point of doing it. But I tell you, the, the, the one reason I didn't post it on Facebook was... Mm-hmm. And there are two things in there. One is my my uh, the, it mentions in there a, fo- a fight with a football player in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Well, that football player who I got in the fight with, and it, w- it was a it was a bad deal. It's probably the main reason I ended up coming back to California. Yeah, is um, we were we were in the locker room. We got into a fight over the fact I thought he was hitting one of those kids that was just wanted to be on the football team, but wasn't ever yeah. going to play. But he just wanted to be part of the yeah. team. Dude was hitting him after the whistle nonstop, broke the kid's arm, and I called him out on it. And he was my closest friend at the time. And I said, yeah. dude, you knew the dude was never going to play. I mean, yeah. what's the fucking point? This yeah. guy was an SEC football player. Right. You know? And I said, you know, dude, come on. And he didn't take my criticism well. We got into a bad fight, ended up breaking his leg in the fight. He missed his whole freshman year. It was uh, an uncomfortable situation because we were so close and then we weren't friends. And then we have fixed our friendship oh. to the point where he was in my wedding and we're, we're best of friends to this day. Yeah. Well, Josh posted it. He read it and he wrote to Josh. He goes, I read the article. It was absolutely great. Didn't say a word about it. Him and I have never, ever had that discussion oh, about, nice. that, about that fight since then because it was the bad point in our friendship. Sure. But the other reason I didn't post it was because of my mother. Because there's stuff in there that I think would affect my mom of her not being okay that I shared. You know, I shared a lot of stuff where family members read it and they knew the story. You know, they knew what was going on. And also people that even on Rita's side of the family had no idea what my relationship was like with my dad. Yeah. That were shocked. That I've known for 30 years that were shocked. But I don't know how my mom would take it. I don't know how my but mom would, would take it. she would have seen it when Josh or I posted it. She might. She, but she, yeah. you know what? I think she would have called me. I don't know if she, if she did. Like, she has no idea that the Jake's Project launched. Like, she didn't call me on any of those. So I don't think she's on Facebook enough to pay attention. But I'm a, mm-hmm. I wonder if her friends would call and say, hey, I didn't realize this happened or that happened. But I'm sure there's some stuff in there she's embarrassed about. She uh, she wished me a happy birthday the other day. Did which she really? was great. Yeah. That's so fucking crazy. It was great. Loved it. Dude, my, I swear to God, my mom is nicer to my friends and and uh, and my yeah. my wife than she is to me. It's the most bizarre, right? most crazy. bizarre thing ever. I love, and it. I'm glad she's great to Rita, but it's so crazy yeah. to me. Yeah, at least a big time me, but that's fine. <laughs> I get used to it. <laughs> Did she really? My sister big time you, t- Dave. I could be when your that's sister hilarious. Dave's sister came out here. 
And like the first thing she wanted to do was go to Tommy's. Yeah. Dude, she's family. I'm 100% teasing. 100% teasing. All right, I'm, I'm going to do something. I got, I, I got to let you know if you're wrapping the show up real quick. No, I got one quick go ahead. story. So uh, over the weekend, birthday, yeah, and I happened to look at my license, and my license had expired that day. I was like, shit. So you freak out, and now with everything going on, you have to, God damn, that dog. I is know. Up. God, shit. <laughs> ah. I want to cry. Um, now you can't renew your license online anymore. You cannot. You have to go to the DMV. And I was like, God damn it. So I get out of work early yesterday. And I get down to the DMV. Spend about 10 minutes in line. And the guy goes, all right, your number is G24. And I look up at the board. And it was G1. I'm like, shit. You know how it yeah. is. We've all done it. And goddamn, if they didn't knock people out of that line as fast as anything I've ever seen, the DMV yesterday had, with no appointment, yeah, walking in off the street, in and out, license renewed, nice, paid for the whole deal in 40 minutes. 40 minutes! So you go, well, Jeff. <laughs> well, Jeff, yes. I, that's outstanding. You have to share with me which location. Guess what? I'm not going to do it. Oh, you son of a bitch. Because I told the girl. It was the DMV in Culver City. It's worth the drive. <laughs> I told the girl, I go, this is insane. And she goes, you could tell three people. Is that's that what you it. said? She goes, you could tell three people. Because she goes, you know what? They start hitting the trigger. Yeah. Like it's Jeopardy. Bang, yeah. bang, bang. She goes, we start hitting that thing at about 4.15. And she goes, we're out of here. Yeah. At 5.15. Word gets out, we're out of here at 7. Oh, shit. So she goes, you got three people. You can tell those three. I said, you know what? I respect that. She goes, just remember this. You go and tell a bunch of people. You're going to have to be back here. And when you get back here, you're going to be sitting here till seven. That's funny shit. So you keep it to our three people thing. Might be a little longer because they'll tell three people, but you'll be fine. That's but fine. anyways, two weeks ago, I thanked Mark and the La Mesa post office for getting my Aztec season tickets to me. Now my thanks to the DMV. It was insane. That's awesome. No appointment at all. Walked right in. And in and out, 40 minutes, paid, license renewed, the whole thing. God damn, they were great. So uh, if you were at that office, I appreciate you. All right, two things real r- real quick. So uh, basically, Jeff's complaining about the dog or whatever the hell she ate. So my, my, my dog is easy going. I didn't even put her on a leash. That I easy. Like I just open the front door. She goes outside, comes back when she's ready. But she never leaves the property. All right. So tonight I'm, I'm looking for her before you get here. And I'm like where the hell's the dog? You know, yeah. and I do the whistle thing, like, what's going yeah. on? So I turn around the corner, and I look up the street, and uh, there's a neighbor that moved in a couple months ago. Well, I don't know who she is. And she goes, is this your dog? And I said, yeah. She goes, she walked over to me, and she just kept winking at me. So I was saying, well, uh, she looks like a sweet girl. I'm like, she's not fucking winking at you. She's missing an yeah, eyeball. she's got one eye. She's, <laughs> we sewed the other one shut. 
God dang it. She goes, she's so sweet because she just keeps winking at me. I'm like, you're out of your fucking mind. And (laughs) I'm like, I might be the smartest guy on the block. Oh, my God. She thinks I got a cute dog because she's winking at her. (laughs) (laughs) Great. So the other thing is our 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 wager that we talked about here with yes. the Padres. You yes. need to go nine and one to win this bet in the next ten games. They're done. They're done. <laughs> They're fucking done. Look, it, it's such a goddamn laying of an egg. And I don't know. I'll I'll say it tonight because we'll be back here Sunday. I'll actually be out there next Tuesday with my kids because uh, we're going out to the. I Dodge- think Rich Hill's pitching that game. Is he? He said, see if he can make it to the postseason roster. I wish Rick Hill was pitching. <laughs> and uh, what? What's your levels? Um, right now, I'm going to ask you stay or go, and we'll give you just tonight. Let's see how you feel about this. Go ahead. Are these guys with the team opening day 2020? Let's see how good you are, Mr. $1,000 dickhead. Okay. Andy Green. Oh, man. I think Andy's going to take the the bullet for the season. I think Andy's gone. Dave, they've been absolutely horrible. I, but in 100%. The second I'm not saying Andy's a good manager. I, I don't really don't know. Andy Green's best year at this point tonight was 20 games under 500. Yeah, I, I understand that. That's his best year but as a manager. his roster is so fucking bad. Go back and look at any of those rosters he had. They're so bad. They're terrible. Who are you going to get that's going to fix that? Dick Williams. <laughs> <laughs> They're so fucking bad. They just are. I mean, Boach is a Hall of Fame manager, and when he had shitty lineups, he yeah. had losing seasons. Yeah. There's just nothing there, man. There's so many guys on this team I just don't like that I hate that people like because they wear the uniform. Well, Why do we do that? Why do we fall in love with the guys just because they're wearing the how uniform? How about you just answer the fucking question? Is Andy I think, Green... I, yeah, I, I think he is, he's gone, and if they bring in somebody... Let's say they bring in a Joe Girardi, or if they bring in Brad fucking Osmus, dude, you're out of your fucking no. mind. He, he shouldn't be managing either. The Padres and the Angels have the same fucking record, by the way. Yeah, all right. So, Andy, I'll try a third time. Andy, yes or no? Gone. He's gone. A.J. Preller. He's here. Really? Yep. He I should think- be gone. I think Preller may be out, too. Uh, see, I, and you know what? I think five, this is enough time. Five years is enough time. Preller may be out, too. I think Andy's absolutely gone. Um, I think you look at Preller. Maybe Preller survives based on the fact that Gore and Patino are coming, that Paddock closed really big. Okay, if you had to bet $20 on each one of these, which way are you going? I would say, yes, 20 bucks that Andy's out. Uh, I would, I could see your twenty that Preller's back. Okay, I think he's back. But I, I would. I think if, Ron thinks he's great. I think Ron's a big sure fan. Not sure of that. Not sure of that tonight. Who do you think Ron blames for the problems? Preller. You think he does? Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. This is his team. He put it together. He hired. Who hired Andy? Yeah, I mean, who put the everyday roster up? Who there? who pushed for the Myers extension? You know. I have yeah. no idea. I'm not not going to even figure out the money. Someone in the paper, I hope, figures it out. I don't know how much money they made for the extra season, for the extra tickets and concessions and everything sold by signing Machado. Yeah, but it hasn't benefited them the way they thought it was going to. In wins, well, not not in money, in wins. No, but I I don't know. I mean, losing Tatis was huge. It was, but I mean, Machado's been a huge fucking disappointment. There's only one well, way to say it. You're two fi- two fifty hitter, Renfro. Absolutely horrendous. Yeah. 
disappeared. There's one home half. run in the second half, basically. Machado disappeared. Myers, horrendous, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just, but. Watch people kiss Myers' ass because he's had a decent September. Oh, we've got to give him another chance. Uh, Austin Hedges, here or gone? Where you fucking been your better 20? be fucking gone. He can go. He can go, and he's become a headache all of a sudden. He can go. He's become a cancer. He thinks he should be playing every fucking day. What's he looking at? Uh, I think it's... Hedges, I mean, by the way, Mejia's up to 268, who came back today. Yeah, I think it's Mejia and Luis Torrens next year. Fine. Be fine with I'd, me. I'd, I'd be 100% fine with that, too. Um, who's the manager of this team next year? Machado, by the way, goes 0 for 4 every day, and he's still hitting 253. How the fuck does his average right. never go down? Um, Who would I like to see as manager? Yeah. I would like to see an established guy, but it seems like those established guys are gone. Joe Girardi would probably be my choice, but it won't be Joe Girardi. Because Joe Girardi won with the Marlins. Remember his manager of the year with the Marlins? Yeah. Goes to the Yankees, wins the World Series. Anybody can win with the Yankees. I understand. You can say whatever you want. Mike I, Matheny? I, but I, no, I, I, I wouldn't. I, see, I think all those guys are done. That's all past the days of the old-time managers. I like Mike Matheny. He's fluent in Spanish. I think it's important on this team that it connects with those guys. But Mike Matheny was the guy that was enforcing bullying in, in St. Louis. That's why he got fired. What about, um, again, I have been told there's a feeling that a press conference is going to happen within the first two days. Nobody, Ron or Pete, haven't confirmed that, so we're not reporting it. I'm just telling you what I heard. What if that press conference is being held to tell you Dave Dombrowski's coming in? Fine. Fine. A lot of people don't want him. You Why? Because they don't want change. People don't want him. Oh, my God. They don't want him. Uh, you know, it's, it's okay, I'll throw a couple guys at you that started tonight. Mm -hmm. What's your feeling on Josh Naylor? Young guy. Yeah, I don't think he fits here. I don't think so either. 250, again, another guy that's a 250 hitter that everybody seems to love. Why? Yeah, uh, I don't think he fits here. Uh, I think he can play. Greg Garcia, 240 hitter, just a guy. They're just, these guys are just guys. Yeah, Garcia's a good guy to, to fill your 20. For what? Hey, shut up. Shut the fuck up. You shut the fuck up. Boy. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. You fuck. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, they've had worse guys at the end of the bench. Got oh, that's a great argument. <laughs> they've had worse guys. I swear it's to a God. great argument to keep them. I swear to God. In Imperial Beach right now, there's a fucking gypsy <laughs> that's dying to make $20. I'm going to give her 22 just to put a fucking curse <laughs> on you. Margot, you want him as your center fielder next year? Nope. 243 hitter. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> Right now. Come on. Scoot. Go. Change it out. Renfro, gone. See, that's the thing. They probably should have got rid of Renfro. The guy is going to be 29 next year. Again, he's he's a 223 hitter, and all this shit's going to come out after the season. He's been hurt. He's oh. had four broken vertebrae, Jeff. And, and his he, grandmother died three times. Well, that'd be horrible. I don't like that. I'm not going to joke about that. But you know what he needs, Dave? He needs a goddamn root canal. <laughs> that's, that's, by the way. And he, and he has gingivitis. You know what I've realized? You're better at coach than coach is at coach. Yeah, coach sucks. Coach, <laughs> coach does. You do coach without doing all the us. That's why oh, you're better than Oh, my him. God. Right? You, dude, every other word's uh. He says uh like Courtney Kardashian says like. And then at the same time, he calls everything a ball game 800 times a show. I... 
Okay, maybe the worst radio guest of all time is frustrating because incredible writer Dylan Hernandez from the LA Times cannot stop saying, you know. Yeah. It's horrible. Good point. Stern played a Tyreek Hill interview where he said every 10 seconds, every 10 seconds, every four seconds, you know what I'm saying. Oh, boy. And it's just awful. It makes you absolutely crazy. Well, Dave, I tell you, I struggle. I struggle with a lot of things. But you know what? This has not really been a walk in the flower fields for me. Been a lot of people that have been incredibly rough on me this year. And you know what's really funny about a lot of those people? I was the first guy to volunteer to speak at any of their benefits. And, you know, they came back to me and said, don't email us again. <laughs> it's really funny is I've spent so many, so many of my weekends officiating snuffy basketball at the boys and girls clubs from Solana Beach to Ramona and all parts in between. But do I get any credit for that? The answer is a big fucking no. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing, and this goes for uh, for your circle jerk buddy, Walchev. <laughs> Mr. Electricity, Chris Ello, shows up one day and eats a fried egg sandwich. And, oh, hey, let's put him on the menu. Well, what I do, I'm the guy that this city falls in love with my natural charm, charisma, and boyish good looks. Do I get any mention on the menu? No. I'm sorry for your late son, Jake. I'm happy he's there. I wouldn't have put provolone on that sandwich. That's a disaster. What are they going to put on next? French's mustard? I love French's mustard. Yeah, of course you do. Because you're a dick. But, oh, hey. Oh, here comes Mr. Sunshine himself, Chris Ello. Let's put his sandwich on there. What is it? Boring fried chicken? So I'm just going to say this right now. I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say it, and I'm going to stand behind it, and I'm not going to come on and apologize in three days. Day after this season, I'm going to drive around because I have friends that work for the Secret Service, and I found a lot of home addresses for Padres Twitter. I'm going to drive to your little houses that are really, really small, and guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to go through your mail. <laughs> What's that to do with anything? Why would he do that? Why would he do that? What's the point, Coach? Jesus. Might be something fun to read. <laughs> like the Inquirer. That's a hard word, Dave. It should just be the Inquirer. But it's not the Inquirer. -er -er -er. I got to worry about coach coming to my house and feeling envelopes for credit cards. Well, no, that's I'm not Doug Gottlieb. <laughs> I replaced Doug Gottlieb. <laughs> but hey, hey, uh, I tell you what, if there's some of those Popeye's chicken coupons, I may take them. You're going to have to find some on your own. Guilty as charged. <laughs> and that Subway sandwich. Oh, that's good. Sorry, it's not the Chris Ello sandwich. Sean, and by the way, last time I checked, the right way to spell Sean is S-E-A-N. 
I know. That's the way Sean Burroughs spells it. That's good <laughs> enough for me. That's good enough for you. I'll tell you another thing I'm going to do when I come to your house. You want to know what else I'm going to do? What's happening? I'm going to take a, a, a little potty break in your bush. <laughs> Just number one. I'm not that angry with you. But I'm going to go. And the other thing is, I'm probably going to be in a suit. <laughs> you won't be in a suit. But that's all. I just, I'm sick of Padres Twitter. Sick of all you fuckers. You're all a bunch of fucking nitwits. Don't know shit. None of you would have played for me at USIU. You fucking dorks. You fucking bookworm. Angry coach. Fucking nerds sitting around the library all day reading Boy's Life. In your OP shorts <laughs> when I was cruising around with Jenny Murphy. <laughs> yeah, I went to the movies. Okay, I took her out. We went and saw Jaws. And when she got scared, Big Coach was there to save the day. You know where you fucking dorks were? At home watching the Muppets. Get out of here, Dave. I'm going to go home. Yeah, you. Guess what I'm going to do? You. Got a cheese. I'm going to make, uh, uh, what's that shit? It's uh, devil's. De- deviled that, eggs? Not deviled eggs. That little white, it comes in a little white tin, looks like a tuna can, but it's deviled. It kind of looks like uh, it's a meat spread sandwich. Spam? Not if I if it was spam, I would have said, "Hey, Dave, it comes in a can that says spam on it." That's what you would have heard. I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Coach. Deviled, oh, uh, not devil's ham. I don't know what it Pimento is. loaf. Oh my god, your jokes get worse by the minute. I have no fucking idea. I feel like I'm playing password with Coach. I know it's, it's not good. fun. It's no. Uh, well, in that case, then. I'm going to go home and have an LT sandwich, or a, a BL sandwich. Sorry, I don't like tomatoes. Got me so flustered, I didn't even know what I was going to have on my sandwich. But I'm going to have bacon, and I'm going to have lettuce, and because I'm a little edgy, I'm going to have it on an English muffin. <laughs> Sounds like fun. And then I'm going to watch America's Got Talent, because I sure like magic. <laughs> I had no idea. And then, I have no idea. Do you have to pay extra for your suits because you're so fucking big? Well, I got to have them taken out in the crotch. <laughs> that what you're getting at, you little pervert? <laughs> no, I was talking about your being about six eight. Jesus, uh, what are you getting at, you little pervert? <laughs> you little sick fuck. And hey, hey, I just want to say this too to all those fucking nerd Padre Twitter nerds that tried to run me out of town. What I do last time I was here, I rehabbed Antonio Brown, who got a fucking touchdown last Sunday. That's true. You're welcome, fantasy football dorks. <laughs> I got him. Thank you. Big coaches here. That's it. All right. You all go out. We're gonna say uh we're gonna say Andy Green on break. One, two, three. Andy Green. <laughs> Enjoy the ball game. Good Lord. All right. We'll see you Sunday night, everybody.